This is National Native News. I'm Shirley Jihad, in for Antonia Gonzalez. Maine Governor Janet Mills is asking Passamaquoddy tribe representatives to drop their push for expanded sovereignty powers. Her request comes after efforts in the legislature failed to reverse a state law that restricts sovereignty. Mills says continuing the sovereignty push could be a setback in tribal relations with her administration. The issue relates to the tribe's efforts to drill new wells on tribal land for clean water to replace an unsatisfactory water supply. The state law requires the tribe to secure approval from the state, which so far has not been granted. In Utah, the U.S. Federal Appeals Court says a tribal court ruling has no jurisdiction in a water dispute involving a non-tribal member. As the Salt Lake Tribune reports, the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals ruled the Ute Tribes Court overstepped its bounds when it ordered a stop to the irrigation water to a rancher's operation that includes tribal land. The appeals court says the tribal court has no authority over non-tribal members. It also affirms a previous decision that the tribal court's jurisdiction applies only to cases that affect the tribe's political integrity, economic security, or health or welfare. The tribe maintains the water is reserved for tribal members under an agreement dating back to the reservation's founding in 1861. So far, Fairbanks city elected officials remain opposed to reading a native land acknowledgement at the start of city council meetings. The city council rejected a resolution to do that in March. Now Native leaders are asking them to reconsider, saying it's a matter of history and a matter of respect. Dan Bross from KUAC reports. Speaking during the public comment portion of a council meeting Monday, several local Native leaders expressed disappointment with council members Jim Clark, Jerry Cleworth, Lonnie Marnie, and Aaron Gibson voting against the land acknowledgement resolution last month. Fairbanks Native Association Executive Director Steve Guinness recounted Clark's response to a letter from Native organizations about the land acknowledgement. He stated that there are many cultures contributing to the community and singling out would divide rather than unite us. Councilman Clark's response was the most honest one we received and one which we wholeheartedly disagree with. Member Jim Clark said he remains opposed to the required reading of a land acknowledgement at council meetings. If a city singles out an acknowledgement, it's also excluding others. And so for that reason, I'm just just against any type of acknowledgement. And I think we can uh, just agree to disagree on that. Um, But it doesn't diminish any type of respect. Member Jerry Cleworth repeated his position that a land acknowledgement is better displayed in the council chambers along with the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, and other historical documents. That's Dan Bross reporting from KUAC Radio. Dartmouth College has returned a collection of historic 200-year-old handwritten papers back to the Mohegan tribe. Dartmouth officials returned the papers in a repatriation ceremony. The papers were written in the 18th century by Samson Ockham, a scholar and member of the Mohegan tribe. The collection includes letters, diaries, sermons, and a page of indigenous herbal remedies. Ockham wrote in five languages, English, Greek, Latin, Hebrew, and Mohegan. Dartmouth experts say the papers contain what is believed to be the earliest example of written Mohegan language. With National Native News, I'm Shirley Jihad. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Native American Disability Law Center. Just a call away at 800-862-7271, a not-for-profit 501c3, providing support for your civil rights. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.